Thank you for joining us today on the Annex Podcast, hosted and presented by the Building Christian Fellowship. At the building, we build our faith, hope, and love in Jesus by having a real, relevant relationship with Him. And what better way for us to get closer to God than to learn more about Him through His Word? We pray you enjoy this message. I'd like to thank you guys for being here with us here at the Building Christian Fellowship on Christmas morning. I promise you, I will not be before you very long. I know that it's a time that we are used to spending time with our family and enjoying them. So we want you, we want, want you guys to get there. Um, but I just want to give you something to take with you that you guys can talk about amongst yourselves. God says it clearly in scripture that he takes record and keeps track of those who have conversations about him. And so I want to give you guys something this morning. First off, I say Merry Christmas to you all. I know that a lot of us, we uh, are in the tradition of the trees, the gifts, the decorations and all of that. But it's songs like what we just sang as a congregation that put things in perspective as to what this celebration really is about. Like I said, we, we... we don't know the actual date, but any day is a great day to celebrate the coming of hope. Any day is a great day to celebrate the fact that a God who sits high and looks down low and sees people that are helpless to save themselves, that he would send his son to come and rescue us, that we would be reconciled unto him. I know many of us who, who are in here, we're old enough to remember some of the, the classics of Christmas. You know, this is the type of, type of season where a lot of the classic movies come out. We remember A Christmas Carol. Many, many, many of us remember that, right? The Charles Dickens story, A Christmas Carol, about a guy who strangely and oddly is named Ebenezer Scrooge. A lot of you guys only hear that name when it's in reference to him, but that is actually a biblical name. Samuel, who was a great prophet of God, named the place where the the, the Philistines were destroyed by by the children of Israel. He called it Ebenezer. Ebenezer means that the Lord has helped us this far. I don't know where you're at today, but the Lord has helped you this far. I came to let you know, we're finishing up. We're wrapping up 2022. We've done a series on hope, and I want to let you know that he didn't bring you this far just to bring you this far. So let me give you a little recap of what hope is. Hope liberates from past failures. Anybody in here got past failures? Hope is going to liberate you today from your past failures. Anybody in here been bitter? You might be bitter right now. Some of y'all got bitter beer face. It's, it's, hope is here. Hope is here to release you, to release you from, from bitterness. Anybody in here been angry? You might be angry. Some of y'all looked at, looked at your check and the bonus wasn't there. You was angry about it. Hope is here to release you from anger. Come on now. Hope is here to relieve, relieve you from insecurity. So you can get into the security of the Savior. Listen, this, this, is, this is the kicker right here. Hope will liberate you from low expectations that keep us chained to the past. How many of y'all could use some liberation from the chains 
that are holding you to your past. Hope forms an anchor for the whole life. Hope forms an anchor for the whole of life. We who possess a living hope have a steadying anchor in all that we do. It's said that in the catacombs of Rome, the tombs that are underground in Rome, that there are pictures of anchors on the graves of the believers because they knew that this philosophy was that I have an anchor in hope. That hope is my anchor, that this life is not all that there is. We sang this awesome song last week. How death is not the end. Lord, you are. Fear is not my future. Lord, you are. Sickness is not my story. Lord, you are. Heartbreak is not my home. I think there was a prophet named Michael Jackson that said heartbreak was a hotel. I don't know about you transient stay in hotels. Heartbreak is not my home. Lord, you are. Hope is our anchor. It's anchored not here on earth so that way we can be stable here, but it's anchored in eternity. Hope is our anchor in eternity that we are tethered to so that way we can be stable here on the sea called earth. We sing these songs. We sing the Christmas carols. We sing the Christmas carols of joy to the world. The Lord has come. Let earth receive her king. We just sing them as songs. We just see them as lyrics. But it's actually a profession of what God did by making a provision for his people. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. But this is the one that I, this is the one that I like specifically. Is hark the herald angel sing. Glory to the newborn king. Peace on earth and mercy mild. God and sinners reconciled. That's what hope is. We had no hope of being reconciled to God unless he planted a son in the earth. He said that unless a seed go into the ground, it remaineth alone. But if it go under and it die, it will spring forth and bring much fruit. We have the only begotten who is the firstborn among many brethren. And we right here in the congregation in the midst of many brethren this morning because of hope. Every day is a good day to celebrate. Every day is a good good day to celebrate. So while you you in your own mind, you can wrestle and fuss with yourself about what date and you try and figure it out. It's almost like you saying, I'm not going to celebrate today because I know it's not his actual birthday. It's like you saying, I'm not going to eat today, so I'm not going to brush my teeth. When you know if anybody in here know, if you fasting, you better brush them things. So I want to challenge you today. Fight truth decay. Brush up on the word daily. Celebrate the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords on a daily basis. I ain't coming here to play with y'all today. No. No, but on the real, listen, man, Romans chapter five, we're going to get into this. Romans chapter five 
says, therefore, start with verse one, says, therefore, since we are justified, acquitted, declared righteous and given right standing with God through faith, let us grasp the fact that we have the peace of what is that reconciliation to hold and to enjoy. Enjoy sounds like a celebratory word. Does that does that not? To hold and to enjoy peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. Verse two, through him also we have our access, entrance, introduction by faith into this grace, state of God's favor in which we firmly and safely stand. And let us rejoice and exult, other celebratory words, in our hope of experiencing and enjoying the glory of God. Moreover, let us also be Full of joy now. Full of joy now. Let us exult and triumph in our troubles and rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that the pressure and affliction and hardship produce patient and unswerving endurance. That's the anchor. This is the anchor. Do you know that tribulation, one translation says tribulation. In, in, In this day that Paul wrote this, there was a thing called a tribulum that they use is a big old log that had spikes on it and they used it on the threshing floor where they threshed wheat. And when they dropped it on there, it would scrape and it would separate the wheat, the wheat from the chaff. This is what he's saying that th- these, these trials, these tribulations do to us as believers, that God doesn't want to leave us in an infantile state, but he wants us to grow and mature. When you read the encounter of the nativity and it talks about how Jesus was born and he grew, it says that he waxed Strong in wisdom and knowledge and favor with God and favor with man. And that's what God desires for us. That's what hope we have. Verse four, an endurance fortitude develops maturity of character, approved faith and tried integrity and character of this sort produces the habit of joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation. Such hope never disappoints or deludes, or shames us. I don't know about you, but I've been in some situations where I thought I was going to look really stupid because I, I was hoping in the Lord. Right? I, I might have I said that something was going to happen, but it didn't happen according to my timetable, but God still came through on it. Some of you guys might find yourself in that same situation, but such hope never disappoints or deludes or shames us for God's love has been poured out In our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Verse 6. While we were yet in weakness, powerless to help ourselves, at the fitting time Christ died. He died for in behalf of the ungodly. Now it is an extraordinary thing for one to give his life even for an upright man. Though perhaps for a noble and lovable and generous benefactor, someone might even dare to die. But God shows and clearly proves his own love for us by the fact that while we were still sinners, Christ the Messiah, the anointed one, died for us. Therefore, since we are now justified, acquitted, made righteous, and brought into right relationship with God by Christ's blood, how much more, how much more, how much more certain is it that we shall be saved by him from the indignation and the wrath of God? 
For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son. It is much more certain now that we are reconciled, that we shall be saved daily delivered from sin's dominion through his resurrection life. Something I need you to understand is that peace with God does not always result in peace with other people. We are not called to live, to live, live a life of false peace. Peace with God will not automatically equate to peace with other people. Nevertheless, the fact that we have peace with God and relationship with him with assurance of standing before him is acceptable, enables us to view present difficulties with joy. We can rejoice in tribulations because God has revealed that he uses them to produce steadfast endurance and proven character in those who relate to their sufferings properly. It is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. That's what he came. The kingdom came to earth so that way we could have his kingdom here. And what is the kingdom? The kingdom is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Something that an old saint said, he said, peace and, joys are, peace and joy are twins. They're twins. They're twin blessings of the gospel. He said it this way. He says, peace is joy resting. Joy is peace dancing. He said, peace is joy resting, but joy is peace dancing. They're twins. They're intertwined. And God desires to see that produced in our lives. Amen? He desires. It is his good pleasure to give us the kingdom. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. As I come to a close, T. Hebrews chapter 6, 19 states this. Now we have this hope as a sure and steadfast anchor. There's that word. We have this hope as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. It cannot slip and it cannot break down under whoever steps out upon it. Now I know we're used to hearing stepping out on faith, but it's saying that we need to step out on hope. I don't know if you guys seen them reels. Uh, uh, they over there in, in Asia, they got them weird like little sky bridges that are made of glass and they're up in the mountains and people are scared to, to walk across them things. Sometimes hope is a lot like that bridge. We can see all of the bad that could happen to us. We can see all the potentially bad things. Yet because of the anchor that God has promised us in hope, Despite all of the potential of bad things that can happen, we can still expect victory on the other side. Now we have this hope as a sure and steadfast anchor of the soul. It cannot slip and it cannot break down under whoever steps out upon it. A hope that reaches farther and enters into the very certainty of the presence within the veil. Jesus is our great high priest. He went on into the veil as the perfect sacrifice. He went on before us so that way we could enter in. And so what is he saying? He's saying, I've given you a hope that is anchored in eternity. That no matter what comes your way, no matter what storm that you face, no matter what it is, my hope that I've given you 
will reach farther than your depression. It'll reach farther than your despair. It'll reach farther than the turmoil in your marriage. It'll reach farther than the turmoil in your parenting. It'll reach farther than the turmoil that you face at your job. It'll, it'll reach farther than the turmoil in your finances. Because my hope doesn't disappoint. My hope doesn't let you down. My hope will not allow you to be put to shame. Because it's a guarantee. As long as you're anchored by hope in Christ, you always have access beyond the veil and into the presence. A lot of people look at hope as, as something that's, that's fluff. They look at it as a, as, as it's, it's a, lu- a luxury and not a necessity. And, and according to scripture, we see in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, it says, and, and then these three remain, faith, hope, and love. They're essentials. C.S. Lewis said it this way. He said, hope is one of the theological virtues. This means that a continual looking forward to the eternal world is not, as some modern people think, a form of escapism or wishful thinking, but one of the things a Christian is meant to do. Listen, it does not mean that we are to leave the present world as it is. If you read history, you will find that Christians, the Christians who did most for the present world, were just those who thought most of the next. You might have been through some rough things. You might have been in some tough circumstances for a long time. And you think of the next world just as a way to be able to escape this situation. And God is not pleased with that. God wants so much more for your life. He wants you to be able to see your situation and your circumstance through the lens of hope that he's given you. That is anchored in eternity. So that way you can speak the things that aren't as though they were. Because of hope because of the future that he has set for you. You can know that this is not the end, that your story is still being written. Listen, hope gives birth to dreams and fresh vision, which keep us future focused. Hope has no hindsight. We can't hope backwards, only forward. It reminds me of something else that Paul said. He says, forgetting the things that are behind, And I strive and reach for the things that are ahead, pressing forward to the mark of the high calling of God. The sea of this world constantly, the tides constantly turn and go to and fro. But it is our anchor of hope that keeps us buoyant. It is the anchor of hope that keeps us buoyant. It keeps us floating. Yeah, sometimes the waves will crash over our head, but we, it won't overwhelm us and overtake us. Why? Because we're anchored by hope. So I want to leave you with this. Something the Lord spoke to me and says, I want my church to understand this going into 2023, leaving 2022. That though you've been given and you've been infused with hope this year, you can take it with you. It doesn't expire at the end of this year take it into 2023 with you but he said tell my church to come out of hiding 
tell my church to come out of hiding. Many of us have gifts upon gifts and talents upon talents, resources upon resources, and we haven't even lifted a finger or even scratched the surface to utilize them and employ them for the Lord's use. And he's saying, 2023, stop hiding behind the fact that you're saying that you're humble. No, you ain't humble, you hiding. And he said, come out of hiding. Why? Because somebody else's hope is tied to your story. Somebody else's hope is tied to your testimony. Yesterday, I had the privilege of being able to go into the juvenile hall here in Solano County. In the high-risk, maximum security unit with these young men that are basically facing youth life. What does that mean? That means that they are youth right now and they will, they will not get out until they are full grown adults. And I got to go in there and share my gift of, of, of rap with them. I got to go rap in, in front of these guys. And there were some dudes that were out there, you know what I'm saying? Their, their faces were, were, were stone cold when I went in there. And it's been a long time since I've been in the, in the institution. But I went in their faces were stone cold and the Lord said what he, what he said to one of many of his prophets before he said, don't pay attention to their faces. You go in there and tell, tell them what it is I tell them to tell you, tell you to tell them. And so I did. Long story short, by the end of it all, there came a little time for them to have like a little freestyle Friday kind of thing. And some of the guys got up to get the mic. Before they was in there, they was just too cool for school. But by the end of it, I saw what happened. The Lord says, what, it, what you did was inspired. Now, I mean, when I tell you these dudes got up and grabbed the microphone and started saying some stuff, man, my heart wanted to break. Because I was like, man, I see this talent. I see this gifting in these young men. And somewhere along the way, there wasn't somebody there to guide them and disciple them. To be, the, to, be, to be the hands and feet of Jesus. It was so sickening to see the amount of talent that was in there incarcerated. And God said, my church needs to come out of hiding. My church needs to come out of hiding. Stop hiding behind the word humble. Stop worrying about what the next person is going to think about you. What I'm learning is that sometimes you got to step out on faith, on hope, with the motive of love and repent later if that wasn't it. God would rather have wildfire than no fire. So my word to you is be a steward, a good steward of the hope that you've been given. Come out of hiding and in 2023, make sure that you unleash hope everywhere that it is that you go. I believe and I declare that everywhere that you set your foot, God will give to you. That you will walk in greater authority, greater anointing, and you will have greater vision. That you will look at life through the eyes and the lens of hope. Amen. Give God some praise. Stand to your feet this morning. That's all the time we have for this episode of the Annex Podcast. 
but we encourage you to get connected with us by downloading and using our TBCF app today. Or you can visit our website at tbcf.life. That's tbcf.life. Until next time, thanks for stopping by to the Annex Podcast.